Hey, here we are. Thanks for, for tuning in, everyone. Uh, yeah, if you're first time, my name's Gavin Lance Top, uh, founder of Fight Like a Pro, uh, inductee of the, the Queensland Boxing Hall of Fame, Australian champion, and uh, a, a husband, a, a father of seven, and um, a man on a mission. So I'm here with a great mate of mine today, uh, Pete Allbort, who's been a mate for a you know, going on a couple of decades now, and uh, mate, just say thanks for you know for you took the time to come in from your your busy business and schedule. Oh, my my pleasure, mate. You are a champion. Yeah. You're inspiring to many men. So yeah. easy. Oh, thank you, mate. And, and I suppose just to give everyone a bit a bit of background uh, on Pete, he's I've observed this bloke and been he's here today because he's my friend. Okay, he's he's a sort of bloke. You know, one of those. One of those people that say you got five blokes on, on your on your hand that you go to. This guy's one of those guys. If, if I'm if I'm looking to take a knee, I'm calling this guy. So, so mate, I've got you here because of your character. And mate, you've fought. Just I'll briefly introduce you, but I want you to introduce yourself because I know you can do a better job of it than me. But mate, what I've observed around you is, mate, you are a champion, a, a true character, mate. You, you've you've uh, you've battled cancer and survived. You, you've you've battled all sorts of challenges through business and family and divorce and and come back strong, uh, mate. Just uh, yeah, eleven out of ten. But um, just. For everyone, when we were talking and thinking about doing Fight Like a Pro uh, in 09, many, many years ago now, Pete actually fought the very first fight of the very first Fight Like a Pro. So it was all on him. If he didn't make it, it wasn't going to happen. So thank God you, you made it, buddy. But, but, mate, tell us about, I mean, I know you as a bloke, as your character, but tell people about, you know, you're, you're a professional in so many areas. Tell us about that. Okay, uh, a bit about me. <clears throat> so I'm I, I'm a Gold Coaster. I was uh, I was born and bred in New, uh, northern New South Wales, but moved up when I was around eleven, and uh, was introduced to uh, surfing, Carmen yeah. So that's that's where I grew up amidst that surfing culture. But uh, I had some fairly strong um, uh, structure in my household and around my my parents, yeah. and I ended up at university. I did a business degree. Yeah. I went on and trained as a chartered accountant and qualified as a chartered accountant. And that was, you're talking about something like nine years of tertiary study out of high school, which included a, a programming degree. Yeah. Which I thought in the middle, of, I'll put that in the mix because that sounded useful. <laughs> uh, by, the, by the end of that, um, so I spent nine years with uh, one of the world's largest chartered accounting firms in Sydney, um, Shot around the place, went to Fiji, did a secondment there, some different things, moved up to the Gold Coast, and and then I had to make a call: is is this for? Am yeah. I an accountant? Is yeah. that who I am? And it challenged me for a number of years as in terms of who am I? Yeah, is that is is that what's going to fulfil me in my life? And around the time, I had uh, I had two choices. Uh, I had a I had an emerging client in the funds management industry who was full of promise. Yeah. Not much on the ground. And I had a job offer from uh, a major uh, surfing magazine, big producer of surfing magazines, Gold Coast based. If the surf came up on, on a Thursday afternoon, the boys, let's go surfing. Yeah. So good salary, all that sort of yeah. stuff, but potentially a capped ceiling. So it was a decision to make lifestyle versus breaking into something new. So I broke into something new and I went with that funds management company 
Um, and, and we turned it into something rather large. I became an executive director and um, went from zero to a billion dollars of funds under management in a fairly short amount of time. And at the time, that was a big deal. And um, all, all my training led me there. And I arrived and um, things were good. It was probably the best eight years of my life. Things yep. were happy. I was married. I had kids. I had work-life balance. Um, but I needed more. Yeah. I still needed more. I, I didn't need more money. I didn't yeah. need more credibility. Uh, I, I was in an environment where we had something like 50 to 60 employees between southeast Queensland. Yep. Sydney, we had a Hong Kong office. Great, happy days. Pete turns up, everyone listens. Yeah. Not enough. Needed yep. more. And I didn't need more in the business world. I, I needed more for me. Yeah. Uh, within me. So I, I, I quit. I resigned. Yeah. And I became a private consultant in the financial services industry. And it was a little bit about proving I could do this all by myself and a little bit about finding, exploring my life path. Yeah. What would that look like? Yeah. So I left. Very uncharacteristic for me. Yep. Because my upbringing, my life was around structure yeah. and safety and building compartments and containers where I could feel safe. And by that I mean nice house, yep. wife, car, dog, good looking dog. <laughs> <laughs> All the things you can start to believe and build up as supports in your life to think I've made it, I'm yeah. happy, I'm safe. And yeah, I felt safe. But ultimately, I felt a little unfulfilled. Yeah. Um, so you jump in, mate. If I'm yeah, yeah. No, mate, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So, I mean, the last um, couple of years, where are you at now? Because I remember you going to Brisbane a bit and doing a, mixing with some big hitters up there. Then you got also something going on down here. Yeah, I, I, I went into... Um, um, there was a world of opportunity in private consulting and I went and explored that. And, and I ended up, you, you fast forward now, and I ended up uh, creating a whole new company. Yep. I partnered with a big developer in Sydney, did all that, created another company, sold it, sold yep. out. Yep. Finally, decided, that's not me. Yeah. That's not me. Money, suits, great, good at it, enjoy it, not really me. Yep. Left and pursued a small number of clients who um, I wanted to help um, but was still searching for meaning. I found it in uh, so social impact investment and helping yeah. uh, people with disability and uh, people at social disadvantage and I was able to use my skills to yeah. help um, uh, bring some of those, that financial acumen into that world which often lacks. Yeah able to contribute to that world and to this date i still do it we run yeah my partner and i a social impact investment fund and yeah. we run disability housing under uh, ndis and, yeah. and sda and that's really fulfilling and you're dealing with a lot of money also so you can make a lot of impact yeah yeah we well look you talk about money um it's a form of exchange yeah I'll, I'll ultimately it's a way to measure value and wealth but yep. what is it what are yeah. we doing here? Well, yeah. Yes, it's millions. Uh, but ultimately, even those investors who support us and they're, they're private high net worth investors who support us on that journey, they, yep. they in turn are looking for their own fulfilment. They That's see right. that in yeah. how their money can be 
yeah. put to a use with, with such a deep social purpose. Yeah. So it's win-win. Yeah. Win for everyone. And at the end of the day, we are driven by our residents and, and, and their lives and their life outcomes. Yeah. So what I find fascinating about that is that, that serves me and, I, and I, I'm so happy. Yeah. Have. Because yeah. I've been able to, my, my career has evolved into something that fulfills me in, yeah. in a deep level. Yeah. And I think within all of us, um, we all strive for that. We all have hopes and dreams yeah. for that. For, it could be anything. Yeah. Uh, someone might want to be a stand-up comedian. There's yeah. all sorts of fears and insecurities yeah. Yeah. which will yeah. challenge that as a goal. But if I were to reflect on my journey... Um, I, I kick for me, what works for me is patient persistence. Yeah. And I just keep stepping forward towards my goal. Yeah. I, I, I had the great fortune of, uh, un, of, um, understanding what my goal was. Yeah. And I know that in itself is an achievement. We don't always know yeah. where we're going or what we want to do. So even to find that or discover it, um, is your first achievement? Yeah, I think uh, as a person and as a man. Yeah, it, it's and that leads me to mate. Well, like I suppose one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today was, mate, you've been at Fight Like a Pro since before the start, mm. for a couple of years before the start. Like uh, you know, mates, like over fifteen years now, and and talking like this all the time <laughs> without the microphone. So, but mate. What have you seen, you know, over a thousand men, you know, over 11 years, um, like gone through? Like, I mean, how has it changed? I mean, yeah, tell us about what's your experience, what you've seen. Because you've seen everything I've seen pretty much. I've seen it all. You've seen it all. We've experienced it and we've had all sorts of men come yeah. to the program. Um, everyone comes for their own reasons, yeah. which are really important to them. I, I guess... I think you and I would agree what every man who comes to our program has arrived at a point in their life where they're looking for something yeah. and they're unable to find it in their current environment. So they're looking yeah. to change things up. Yeah. Um, that's a common story. We all go through that and fight like a pro as a program really shakes it up. Yeah. So what we've also observed is that at the end of the 10 week program and after, after our guys have had their first, amateur fight yeah um they say well the reasons for continuing in the program and the reasons for completing the program are, are often different to the reasons yeah. where they turned up yeah. so there was this inner voice or inner calling to change things up which maybe wasn't able to be articulated at the beginning it was a feeling yeah well i'd say it was a feeling and i think the program enables men to um you know, it strips down the layers. Yeah. We think, oh, I want to be fit. Oh, I've always wanted to be box. Or, you know, I want to be a superhero when I was a kid or yeah. ro Rocky. You know, I'm the next Rocky, whatever. That's yeah. where we arrive to the program. Yeah. Four weeks later, you're stripped down. You're broken down. Yeah. You're revealed. Yeah. Who, who am I is on yeah. display. Am I turning up to the sessions? Yeah. Am I doing the work? Am I listening to the guys? These, these uh, ideas that I'm the next Rocky... 
may not, may not have played out. Uh, I, I suppose, you know, for, for the listeners, like there's kind of like, I mean, there's many parts, but the two parts I'm going to talk about is there's the rite of passage side mm. about becoming a, a better man or literally becoming a man. And then there's the training aspect. Can you, I mean, I mean, you're, you're brilliant at both, but can you, I suppose, the rite of passage side, I'd love to, you know, what you've seen through blokes with emotional challenges, etc., excuse makers, fault finders, <laughs> those sort of things. Yeah. So there's two things. There's two kinds of, kinds of fitness. There's physical fitness. Mm. That's where the guys turn up. I want to get physically fit. Yeah. But then there's the emotional fitness. Yeah. And both require training. Yeah. Uh, typically, we know we need to get physically fit and we know what's involved to yeah. train to get physically fit. We often don't know what's required to get emotionally fit. Yeah. It's often an area we don't understand. I think that's particularly true with men. Yeah. And that rite of passage is a way of, uh, oh, I guess, introducing us to our own vulnerabilities yeah. and making peace with our own vulnerabilities. And then from that low base, and that's a little bit what I was talking about before, you, you know, four weeks into the program, you can, you can feel a little bit stripped down. Yeah. And everything, all these physical attributes you've brought into the program might not be serving you as well as you thought. Yeah. Um, I'm not the next Rocky. I, don't, I didn't have, <laughs> might be a great footy player, but maybe yeah. it didn't translate to boxing immediately. Yeah. So you've been stripped down, you've been stopped, and you're in the, in, you have the great opportunity to reevaluate yourself. And what comes into play now is the emotional training. Yeah. You have the ability to train new muscles, which are emotional muscles, yeah. and you get to test yourself. Herein lies the core of every rite of passage known to mankind yeah. over the last thousands of years. Yeah. It comes into this. You're stripped down. I'm vulnerable. Uh, I'm not sure what to do. I feel like I've taken on too much. I don't know what to do next. Yeah. The power of the program is that's fine yeah. you've arrived in the right place we know what to do next and all you have to do is just turn up and keep going yeah the rest will look after itself and the program enables men to retrain themselves and re and and not only um well come come to peace with those uh, those fears those insecurities and the ability to train the mind and and the emotions to um, go forward on that journey, that boxing journey. But really, we've moved into the rite of passage now. Yeah. And I think that's where men change and they start to understand, oh, I came here because I wanted to be fit or I wanted to be a boxer or whatever. And then they start realising, actually, oh man, there's a whole lot more I can get out of this program. This could change me as a man. Yeah. And I think what we observe is people around those men, those people start to observe yeah. changes occurring, which can be confronting for others yeah. as well. Um, but at the end of the day, this process of self-reflection, yeah. the opportunity to rebuild yourself from within yeah. in terms of who am I as a man, yeah. uh, can open up the whole world going forward. Can, can I just take a backward step? Just something you said about how when a bloke starts going through the rite of passage, the people are in his world start getting challenged. Because he's starting to grow, change. What have you seen there? You know, in re the other people, you know. You know, people around us um, are, are critical to our lives. We need support. We're herd animals. Yeah. And everyone has an opinion on you. 
uh, <laughs> it's yeah, and on everyone else. Um, the question is how much, how true is it for us? All the people around us, no doubt, are trying to keep us safe, yeah. and their version of safety is relative to their life experience. Yes, and often what they're telling us really it tells us more about them and their experience then it necessarily gives us a roadmap for us going forward yeah if that makes sense yes um so two things are happening uh those people around us can be challenged and they can be telling us stuff with the best intentions to keep us safe <laughs> are you sure you want to keep doing this <laughs> it's um you know you don't have to keep going man it's it's cool we won't think any less of you all this stuff starts yeah. coming at the same time the rite of passage is around the real warrior is busting to get out now. Yes, come He's on. He's busting to get out. And that warrior is hearing that stuff and yeah. maybe hearing it for the first time and saying, thank you. <laughs> thank yeah. you for trying to keep me safe yeah. and I hear you. Yeah. But there's something inside which I need to keep going. Yeah. We don't always know what it is. Yeah. But sometimes the voice says, just keep going and let's see what happens. Yeah. And I want to relate it a little bit back to my career and those early, that my backstory I'm talking about. Well, why did everything seem great for me? But inside, my warrior was saying, is this it? Mm. Is this it? I needed more. Yeah. I needed more from my life. So yeah. the program is, you mean, you think about it, it's 10 weeks, but in those yeah. 10 weeks, how it can change a man and in terms of how... The opportunity for us to self-reflect and move through these processes and deal with people around us who are only trying to help us, yeah, but keep going into the great unknown, yeah, the great unknown. I mean, we're talking about having your first amateur fight, yeah, with a guy you don't even know who it's going to be until yeah. the end. The great unknown, and it can feel like mortal combat. Yeah, in fact, it does. Yeah, you and I both know it yeah. does. Whether yeah. it really is or not is irrelevant. If yeah feels that way yeah. and we know different men through the different ages have been tested in extreme mortal combat yeah for real yeah uh in in our modern society it's not often feeling that way yeah uh here's a version where it feels that way yeah and i don't want to make comparisons with other versions of ah. mortal combat or what have you but i want to say that it's real for every man yeah and it's useful for every man to f to feel those feelings yeah, and yeah. learn more about themselves and and just get a different perspective on yeah. life, uh, especially when it's done in a structured way, mm. uh, with a really positive outcome. And we know how to hold men through the journey. Yeah. And I mean, mate, something that in the last couple of weeks, um, you know, like you notice things, and and I was noticing, like we're doing. Uh, different fitness sessions with the stairs and what have you. And we're talking about, you know, you keep an axe sharp by sharpening it all the time and taking the edge off it. And, mate, you've been the most consistent bloke out of, you know, a thousand-odd blokes. You're always there every every Saturday morning just sharpening your axe, you know, flogging all those young blokes, <laughs> inspiring everyone. Um, mate, why, why, why you? Why do you keep sharpening the axe? You know, in you, why? Um, <laughs> that's probably a great question, but but to me, it's 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 not a question. It's what it's that's life. Yeah, 
I, I can't think of any version of life where I wasn't challenged in my everyday in yeah. some way. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing those stairs forever. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't think about it. Yeah. I wake up, it's stairs day. Yeah. So I go and do the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I know it's good for me. Yeah. And I know it clears my mind. Yeah. And, and I know it helps me. That's all I need to know. So, so what do you say to those blokes who get up in the morning and it's stairs day or wherever you are, you've made a commitment to challenge yourself, test yourself. What, what do you say to those blokes that are pressing the snooze button or, or going through the, the justifiable excuses? Oh, I say you're overthinking it. Yeah. Mate, you're overthinking it. Yeah. What, what, what are you worried about? Yeah. Just go and do the stairs, man. Yeah. I come back to <coughs> emotional fitness. Yep. Those thoughts when you're reaching out for the snooze button. Yeah. Uh, take a take a moment and think about where, where are those thoughts coming from. What are yeah. the thoughts? Yeah. Oh man, you don't need to do that today. Yeah. You know, you had a big workout yesterday. You don't really. Yeah, you're you're pretty up to date. You don't really need to do this. In fact, got a little niggle in the ankle. Maybe it's best for you to just, you know, if you don't go today, maybe you'll perform better. Than all these thoughts. Yeah. Where is that coming from? Yeah. How is that serving you? Yeah. Man, all you ask to do is turn up and go up and down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. No one says you have to set a PB today. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gav's going to ask you to, but really, yeah. you can within that <laughs> yeah. self-manage, yeah. and you should, just turn up and do it. And um, my motto in life, uh, I said it before, I'll say it again, patient persistence. Yeah. Just turn up, yeah. keep going. And this is the mental fitness that we, we, we want to arrive, I'd like to arrive at, I, I want to be at, where I don't overthink what I'm doing. Man, I'm yeah. doing the stairs. I do that Saturday mornings. That's what I do. Yeah. I don't do it because there's a trophy or there's a prize or I'm yeah. in front of the, the fast young guys, whatever. Yeah. Great if I am this week, great. I yeah. know next week I, I, I might not be yeah. or, or I won't be and that yeah. sets my own challenge where I've got to turn up again. Yeah. Yeah, just keep doing it. Yeah. Life's hard. Yep. The stairs are hard. Yep. What's the difference? Just keep turning up. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we have one of my favourite bits is after, generally after, and sometimes we'll get with cornermen, with the fighters, and sit down and have a chat around different things regarding the rite of passage. Um, and I know, like, the last time, a couple of weeks ago, we're sitting there with you, mate, you're just, like, just so into it and, and just pulling things out of blokes and they're scratching their head like thinking, wow, I haven't thought like that, you know. Um, you, I mean, you, you find that works when, when, a, when a bloke physically exhausts himself, he becomes teachable. Is that, is that you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you seem to teach... Uh, you seem to teach at your best when a bloke's flipping, going into the last round, he's gone or he's after he's done the stairs. Is that, is you agree with me? I mean, it's what I've Absolutely. observed. We're men, right? Mm. No one wants to be told what to do. Yeah. No one wants to be told we're doing it wrong. Yeah. And at the same time, we all have a deep yearning to be told we're good enough. Yeah. And that everything we've done yeah. is, is fine. Yeah. It's the right way to go about it for you. You're good enough. Yeah. And everything in your future, your future dreams and hopes, you're equipped. You can, yeah. every man's ready, willing to hear yeah. that. Yeah. 
not many men are really listening for advice or seeking for advice. So yeah. how do we join the two up? Yeah. Well, I find we need to find ourselves in the moment. Yeah. You know, we've got to get out of the head. Yeah. Easiest way to get out of the head is run the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the stairs, you're pretty relaxed. You're stripped. Yeah. yeah. You're tired. You've done it. You're feeling self-satisfied. You've physically achieved your physical goals. Yeah. Now we're open to suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. And we're open a little more to self-inquiry. Yeah. And now we're in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, life's a funny thing. You know, the Buddhists believe there's three thousand worlds in every moment. Yeah, 3,000 okay. worlds of experience in every moment. So their pathway is to meditate there. You can meditate into the moment and experience 3,000 worlds in every second. Or you can run the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Get your breath back. Yeah. You'll be experiencing those 3,000 worlds in the yeah. moment. You'll yeah. hear the birds. You'll see the surf. You'll see all the great group of guys yeah. around you. You'll feel the satisfaction. I guess that's a big thing. You start to feel yeah things more than think things yeah so we can put the mind away for a moment yeah. and we can feel things we can even put the emotions away emotions can sometimes betray us yes very useful tool but you know we have to be able to interpret them yeah anxiety stress fear yeah they're all emotions they're all really useful but they can betray us so we need that mental fitness and when we've done run the stairs and we arrive down the bottom and yeah. we're having a chat about life that is a great time to contemplate yeah. life, where you're at in it, and where you want to go. Yeah. And, and I suppose, mate, just over the next week or two, um, you know, we've got a, a group of blokes coming through, and you'll be naming a few, mm. which in a way it's validating their strength, you know, by giving them a fight name. Um, mate, and you've been doing this for quite a number of years now, mate. What does that feel like, I suppose, naming somebody? And I suppose, you know, how, how long have we been going? We've been, is it, <laughs> I mean, we could talk all day, but I'd love to, you know, get everyone to listen to what you've got to say around naming and validating a man. They're the, they're the words, naming and validating a man. Yeah. So every man yearns to be validated. Um, not every man receives the validation. We all hope to get it through our father, really. Yeah. We don't all get it. We can live a lifetime and never get it. We in our program validate men uh, through the better men and the men around you, yeah. and we are able to say those men, you are, and we name them, and yeah. we give them name, which is reflective of what we see in them, their attributes, their qualities, and what have you. And we say to those men, you've got this. Yeah. You've got this program. You've got life. You're good enough. Yeah. And if no one else is going to say that to these men, we are. Yeah. And when I say it to a man, I, I mean it. Yeah. And it's not flippant. There's no. a responsibility on me to say, if I'm going to name a man and give them a name, a fight name, it's deeper than that. It's yeah. a reflection of who they are. Yeah. If I'm going to think of a name, it's got to be reflective of who they are. If I give a man a name and he doesn't immediately see that or understand the reasons, he'll discount it. Yeah. He'll say, oh, he's just saying that. A lot of yeah. people say nice things about me, but... Do I hear it? Yeah. Do I take it on? Do I believe it? That's the responsibility for the better yeah. men when we come up to name a man. If we get that right, yeah. if we observe a man and see how they perform during the rite of passage and see how they perform in the test of the rite of passage, yeah. and we came up with, with, a, with a name which fits, yeah. 
uh, not every man understands the name that's given to them. Yep. You know, one, one, one of our great bettermen, uh, Justin, I, I named him Groundswell yep. years ago. Yep. Now, to a certain extent, you have to be a surfer to understand what a groundswell is. Yep. But it's, fundamentally, it's the sound of the rumbling of the ground when, when a new big six-foot southeast swell arrives yeah. from the southern states. It's yeah. a groundswell. There's a rumbling yeah. feeling about it. It's, it's unstoppable. Yeah, it's a part of a big weather pattern which is emerging. It is full of potential. Guys are out there <laughs> waxing their boards, checking their leg yeah. ropes. So, the meaning in these words is really powerful. Yeah. He didn't even immediately understand that, but yeah. we talked about it the other week. Two years on, he's named his new business. Uh, I think it's Groundswell <laughs> Enterprises, folks. Look out for it. <laughs> there you go. But he's found the meaning. It impacting. It impacting. Yeah, him. he he gets it, and he uses the name. Now, as a way of, um, it was his validation. Yeah. This is, this is, this is yeah. how I was named. Yeah. This was the output of my rite of passage. And he uses that in his life. So the naming is really important. Yeah. The, the other question I wanted to ask you was, uh, I mean, because all the listeners and what have you, um, they're going to be listening and think, what do I do? And, and people from everywhere you know, that, that are going to be listening, mate, tell us about the book. We've got a book out. Well, what's your take on the book? Oh, look, the book um, summarises our experience over more than a decade. Yeah. And and more than a thousand men of doing the program. Yeah. It reflects life on the ground in this program. Yeah. The reality, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the hopes, the dreams, um, the insecurities, the fears, and, and how we've observed men get over them yep. and the tools we've brought to play and sharpened in terms of how we run the program, yeah, it's all in there, yeah, and it's all there for a man to take. Read the book, yeah. You'll find stuff in there that yeah. challenges stuff, that yeah. challenges yourself. There'll yeah. be there's questions asked, which yeah. I'd be surprised if you ever already answered for. Yeah, not all of them. Yeah, and yeah, you know, the answer that immediately comes to mind. That's probably the thinking answer um, to these questions, which are yeah. asked in the book. Yeah, maybe. Maybe there's something deeper inside. Maybe the warrior's been waiting for that yeah. question to be asked and to have a forum to answer it. Yeah. Maybe the book is the start of the opportunity to do that, yeah. inquire yeah. deeply within yourself. Yeah, yeah. But you've got to take the time. Yeah. You've got to take the time, sit down, read the book, write things down. Write, uh, I find writing yeah. the answer is better yeah. than speaking it. Of course. Because uh, it's not immediate. No. Nah. So, man, if there's 3,000 worlds in every moment, well, let's let five moments go. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll write it down. And now I've got something like five times 3,000 worlds of feeling is going to come into my answer. So that's probably going to be a better answer. And my head will be out of it. And my emotion and my warrior might start speaking. Yeah. And I think ultimately that's my great hope for the book is that allows men, it allows the warrior in men to come out and have a voice. Yeah. Now, nah, awesome, mate. And so if you haven't got, got the book, go to gavintop.com, uh, grab the book. And also uh, what will happen is you'll read the book and you go, man, I want more. And so we've got actually an online course uh, happening as well. So for blokes who aren't, you know, in southeast Queensland, um, so we've got something for everyone. You know, we're, we're trying to – not we're trying. We're actually changing the world for whoever gets involved. Would you agree? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, can we, uh, mate, thank you. Thank Pete. Mate, awesome. Thanks for being a great friend, uh, a bloke who's been by our side and just, mate, always gave him a back. Thank you, mate. Love you. Thank you, Gabe. Mate, I, I just want to say the reason I'm still here and the reason I've got your back is uh, is you're worth it. Oh, you're thank an inspiring you, man. And, yeah. and so are all the men in the program and all yeah. the men that come through it. Yeah. So the world needs us. Come on. <laughs> We're going nowhere. All right, over and out.